Welcome, everyone, to the Robin Walter Show here on Red Sky Radio. Apologize for my voice. I was traveling. I caught something. You know the rest of the story, how that goes. So uh, I I don't know what I sound like. Uh, But anyway, it's what you got today. And I think I can make it through it. God help me. So I can do all things through Christ who strengtheneth me, right? That's how it goes. So we're going to get rolling today. I have a program which I have entitled, Who Hates Christians the Most? Who Hates Christians the Most? Now, I'm going to get to some good news here in just a minute, but I do want to let you know you can reach me at Robin Walters Show at Gmail. Dot com or Red Sky Radio 777 at gmail.com. Uh, you can also listen to this program via podcast, The Robin Walters Show, or on Rumble, Robin Walters Show. And you've got a lot of selections out there by which to listen to this program. So, anyway, with that, I want to start with a little bit of an overview of the program, but then I'm going to drop into some other things before we get to the conclusion on who is hating Christians the most today (laughs) or right now, Um, which is going to stun you, and it actually should concern you. I'm not saying scare you, but it should concern you. But so who hates Christians the most? Who is the most bibliophobic? The most Christophobic, the most truthophobic, the most common sensephobic. Well, you can be against common sense and not necessarily hate Christians, but obviously you can't be a truthophobe and love Christians. You can't. Uh, so, in no particular order, I'm just going to throw out a few of these to just kind of whet your appetite. And I'm going to hold back on the last one until we get to the end of the program. But let's just throw out there the left. The left hates Christians. They can't handle the truth. They hate the truth. And the reason they hate the truth is they can't handle it. Why can't they handle it? Well, you don't deal well with things with which you have very little experience. The left has very little experience with truth. They dabble in, no more than dabble in, they perfect lies. Uh, next, the LGBT movement. I mean, the Bible triggers homosexuals who simply can't handle the conviction for their sin. So they respond like the Pharisees and Sadducees did when Stephen gave his testimony. They were so convicted of their sin, they ripped their garments apart and with wailing and gnashing of teeth descended upon Stephen and stoned him. This is how the left responds. This is how the LGB, which is synonymous with the left. There's a lot of crossover here, as you'll see. In fact, they're pretty all part of much, uh, pretty much part of one big dark cloud, 
just with little different uh, funnels coming down to the mainland to try to torment the righteous. But the LGBT, QRS, TUV, WXYZ agenda is, could not be more unchristian. Somebody asked me, could you be a homosexual and be Christian? Well, the answer is not for very long. Not for very long. I'm not suggesting that a person is healed of their homosexuality, delivered from their homosexuality the moment that they accept Jesus. Not, uh, some of my more egregious sins did not fall off the day that I got saved. But my most egregious ones did. The ones that were con- so concerning that they brought me to the point of needing redemption, to the point of needing a Savior. Those are the ones that, and, and that the scales fell off instantly. So it's difficult to imagine that it wouldn't happen at the same time, but it needs to happen pretty soon thereafter. You couldn't have, uh, let's say, a prostitute who is just sick and tired of giving her life to every man on earth. She feels worthless, degraded. She accepts the love of Jesus. Would she continue in that sin? She may be continuing in other sins as she becomes sanctified over the course of time. But invariably, there are there is a sin or two that's so dominant in driving one's behavior that it simply cannot coexist with salvation on the other side of accepting Jesus Christ. It just can't. It won't. So the left is triggered because they can't handle the truth. The LGBT is triggered because they can't handle the truth, but specifically the Bible triggers them because of the conviction for their sin, which they will descend violently. And the amount of violence is unbelievable today against righteous people. There aren't any queers. There aren't any trannies. There aren't, those people aren't getting beaten up. They aren't getting, property isn't getting vandalized. No, all the violence exists on the side of the left. Number three, who hates Christians the most? Well, let's throw in there the government as a large entity socialistic slash Marxist view of Christians is this. You guys who will pay tribute to Caesar for that which is due Caesar, you won't give to Caesar those things which belong to God. And in so doing, you stand in the way of our desire for total control of mankind, which I might add is satanic. That's what Satan wanted to do. Big tech. You see, we don't bite for their mind control. They don't like that. I mean, I've got a program. I wish I could do it now, but it's going to have to wait till next week. Dealing on how do you know who's lying? Big tech has lied. We know that. And now they've been caught lying. Whether it's Fauci, uh, the masks work when they don't work. You can get... It'll, the, the vaccine will protect you against COVID. It doesn't. You can't transmit it. If you got it, well, yes, you can. It's lie after lie after lie, all in an attempt to get us under control. It was all about control. And with that, I'm going to leave off and move to something else other than I want to give a quick updated list of organizations and businesses 
who cannot cannot say that they love Christians and do what they do, advertise what they advertise, sell what they sell, and support the primarily the sexual deviance, which has become uh, the hallmark of American uh, life almost, the, the degree to which is pushed. So these organizations, and I've added four at the end, Fox News, Target, Coles, PetSmart, Tranheiser-Busch, Chick-fil-A, yeah, Chick-fil-A, Starbucks, General Motors, State Farm, Allstate, Walmart, Taylor Swift, Sesame Street, Kellogg's, Bank of America, Chase Bank, Wells Fargo Bank, the Girl Scouts, Cracker Barrel, and these are four new additions this week, Ben and Jerry's, North Face, Macy's, and Mattel. All of them are absolutely in the sewer with pushing everything abominable sexually. You know, you know, I when I originally coined the term LGBT, QRSD, UVWXYZ, I don't have sexually deviant behaviors that would be identified by V or X or Y. I simply knew that as the sin spreads, they will continue to add sexually deviant behavior to what used to be LG and then LGB and LGBT. And now everybody says LGBTQIA++, whatever that crap is. You see, sin expands. And they're just simply not done expanding the sexually deviant behaviors that they support, which, of course, down the road will include um, full-on pedophilia, bestiality, and uh, incest uh, coming to a uh, corporation near you. Now, there's been pushback by people voting with their feet, voting with their pocketbook, saying, hey, you know what? We're not going to shop there. And I like, I love Michael Brown, um, Messianic Jew. He writes great stuff, and he was saying he predicted this pushback would come. And he's absolutely right, but he falls short of one point. And that is the left has never pushed to ex- and expected that whatever they're pushing at the moment will be accepted. They push against the righteousness to establish a new and further left beachhead. You see, they'll go for th- they'll go three p- points or three places beyond where they are, get pushed back one, just one, and we'll think, all right, we can go back to work. We can go back to church now. We stopped them. They quit. No, but they've actually advanced their agenda two points. They push for three. They know they can't get it. They'll fall back to one or two, but that fallback for one or two is one or two more than what they had last year or six months ago. And this concept that the uh, pendulum always will, you know, swings back. It'll swing back to the right. Yes, indeed, it does. However, and this is my point regarding Michael Brown's piece, the clock keeps getting pushed further to the left. The center point today is not the center point that it was even six months ago 
or a year ago, where that pendulum is hanging straight down in what we would call the 6 o'clock position. 6 o'clock is farther left than it was a month ago, six months ago, certainly six years ago. Okay, so with that, on to the good news. I guess I deferred it a little bit. Wanted you to wait for some good news, and here you go. I love I love Elon Musk, not because of everything he stands for, because some things he stands for, I don't care. But he's sort of a he's sort of a China buster. Like Trump. Trump just he's a bull in the China shop. And Musk is unpredictable. And because he's not predictably left, he actually sometimes is just so overwhelmed with common sense, it triggers the left. But he said that there are strange words that the LGBT activists have invented, such as cis and cisgender, which actually simply describes normal people. And those words, if you can't use normal and you have to use cis and cisgender, Twitter now considers the use of those terms to be slurs. Now, exactly what Elon's going to do with that on the platform, he doesn't make it clear. But he said these are objectionable and we, uh, we need to deal with it. It's a slur. The next thing, you know, I didn't think I'd see anything this good come out of a secular university. But the University of Cincinnati had this prof by the name of Melanie Rose Nipper. And uh, they, they nipped Nipper in the bud because she failed a student for using the term biological women on an essay. She failed her. Two incorrect words. This is now, i got to say something here. The whole concept of college is for freedom of thought, freedom of speech, academic freedom. The academic freedom belongs to the students, not to lame losers like Melanie Rose Nipper. She thinks she's the only one who has academic freedom, which was never her place. That wasn't what she was entitled to. So this girl uses biological women, two wrong words for an essay, and she she fails. Not a C, C minus D, D minus an F. But what they have done, the school has first of all formally reprimanded Nipper. Second of all, they are going to require her to attend free speech training. You have got to love this. Because I did a little stint for a company. If you ever said anything about queers, they sent you to sensitivity training. Or if that, and that didn't work, they just fired you. It's like the, uh, the only ones who had any feelings were homosexuals. Never had any concern about the feelings for Christians and how the advancement of this perverse dogma made them feel and I got to tell you, I wrote a letter and just beat the crap out of Wells Fargo. So much so, they paid me to get lost. I can't believe I ever worked for them to begin with. But nonetheless, I could have gotten a lot more money. I didn't. I wanted to get the heck out of there. 
So anyway, that's not the end of it. The third thing Rose, Melanie Rose Nipper has to do is she now is required to submit her syllabus to uh, the university to see what it is that she's planning on teaching. That's right. But, but Melanie now has filed an appeal. She said that she went to an on-campus meeting to discuss her appeal request. And she told the Cincinnati Enquirer that the culture war stifles the ability of teachers to educate their students. This is such a pile of unbelievable, unmitigated crap. The culture war stifles you. Who created the, the culture war, Melanie? You brain-dead Nimrod? Sorry, I can't help but call you names because they fit. You created the culture war. You and all your queer allies who push and shove and ram and cram and jam and slam your dogma down the throats of impressionable kids, you're the ones that have advanced the culture war. So somebody pushes back. That's the culture war. You start it. We defend ourselves. That's defending ourselves is a culture war. That's right. The culture war stifles the ability of teachers to educate their students. No, you've stifled the students. Translated what Rosemarie Nipper or Melanie Rose Nipper is saying here, translated, is that truth that this woman said speaking of biological women, truth is interfering with indoctrination. That's all it comes down to. Pretty doggone simple, isn't it? Yeah, it sure is. All right. More good news. Uh, the Supreme Court decisions, I can't spend a lot of time on this because a lot of it has spent, uh, been spent by it. Um, by Newsback, to some extent, Fox News, but I don't watch Fox anymore. I really don't. So you got all these whiny Democrats want to pack the court. It's funny. You know, they didn't want to pack the court when they got abortion rammed down their throats. They didn't want to pack the court when they got affirmative action rammed down their throats the first time around. They didn't want to pack the court when they got queer marriage rammed down their throats. But something doesn't go their way. These whiny little crybabies who just cannot seem to find a way to mature and grow up want to pack the court. So you start with the Colorado case. And this is the one where the Christian website designer, the court upheld her right to not have to design a queer website. And the news doesn't talk about freedom of speech. And that's what this case was all about. That's all about is the freedom of speech. The freedom of speech doesn't exist by the queers who want the web site prepared. The freedom of speech is what's exercised by the person to whom the request has been made. You can't demand people speak your language. You can't demand people use your stupid, crappy pronouns. Freedom of speech means I get to say what I want. Freedom of speech doesn't mean you get to demand what I have to say because you get feathered because you're such a stinking snowflake on every moral issue of importance today. This case was, can you be forced 
to say or produce something that violates a sincerely held religious belief? And the answer is no, you cannot. The only thing that I would have changed if I were on that court is it doesn't matter whether it's a sincerely held religious belief. If you just don't like it, you can't be forced to say or produce something. We've had so many cases that free speech also includes a freedom to not speak, to not produce. Yeah, go ahead. You, yes, you serve the homosexuals. And they, they, somebody wants a website that doesn't force that creation, then fine. That's fine. No matter, it's no different than do you deny selling a gallon of milk at the grocery store to a homosexual? No. Nothing in that context requires the store to identify with or participate in the language of the debauched left. You serve them, but you can't be required to advance advance, and advocate their unbiblical narrative. No, you can't do that. And let me just give you a couple of examples that should make this so obvious. Because this is a follow-up to the Jack, oh, I can't think of Jack's last name, the baker in Colorado who's taken so much heat. Multiple times has he been in court. Multiple times has the Colorado Human Rights Commission just gotten crushed by the court because they're, because they're the communazi uh, homos that run the thing. But consider this. I mean, let's just, because it's an easier one to, to describe. Let's go back to the cake baking, because he's back in court. So you don't want to bake a cake that's, that has on the top of it two, two grooms or two brides. Let's see that the, the customer there is trying to force you to make a statement. You're not just baking a cake. This is a cake with an attitude. This is a cake that's got uh, debauchery wrapped up in the decorations. But let me just flip this thing around. Let's suppose that uh, instead of being just a Christian here, let's say you are a, a black baker. You're black and you to be, and a skinhead comes in and wants you to bake a cake celebrating the Ku Klux Klan with KKK on top of the cake and some racist comment in there. Should you as a black person have to do that? Of course not. Tell that yin-yang to take a hike. Let's do this. How about if you are a Jewish baker? I don't even know why they don't use these arguments in the case. I thought they were great. But in any case, you're a Jewish baker. A skinhead comes in, anti-Semitic. He wants the swastika on top of the cake. He wants to force you as a Jewish baker to put on that cake something that can do nothing but remind them painfully of the six million Jews that were executed by the super-Nazi Adolf Hitler. And you should have to do that. You should be forced to make and participate in that kind of speech. Of course not. You see, these extreme cases make the case that much more obvious. Well, anyway, it, it kind of goes on. The next case was the student loan one. 
which I'm glad that this, that's been struck down and no Biden is trying to work around it. Biden, one of his 438 lies and gaffes where he got on and said that he got the student loan thing. Uh, he got it passed. I got it done by a vote or two, but I got it passed. He didn't get it passed, never went through Congress. That was the whole problem. Joey jackass Biden, what is wrong with you? How demented can you be to get up there? Are you so absent of any brains that you get up there and lie with such felicity? I guess that would be the word. Such ease and freedom and happiness. You lie like there's just no tomorrow. You are a jackass. That's a sign of the Democratic Party, right? It's a jackass. Appropriately applied. But there's never any consideration by Joe. He could, he's just trying to buy some cheap votes. But does he ever consider about all those who actually paid for their loans and don't get a refund? How about all those men and women who went out and learned a skilled trade and, by the way, are making more at age 21 uh, than the, on an annual basis than the total debt for the people who go to college take out a, a stinking loan for a stupid, worthless degree? Well, never considers the rich kids who actually could afford this to begin with, but their loans are wiped away. Uh, I, I will tell you, um, I, I, I'm glad, I, I'm thrilled about this case. It just seems like an obvious one. And then you get to the affirmative action case, which has been struck down, and I'm thrilled about this. Now, the time was ripe for the affirmative action case to be struck down because it's easier to strike down a bill because based on affirmative action because affirmative action is no longer the name the left uses for this discrimination. It goes by a new name, equity. Equity is simply affirmative action dressed up with a little in a new suit. But affirmative action is not as uh, is harder to defend because the term itself is passe. And of course, affirmative action, now called equity, has always been reverse discrimination. But consider this: if someone gets preferences and advantages because of the color of their skin uh, instead of the content of their character, hmm. Then, in this case, it's, no, it's not even reverse discrimination, though that's true. It's actually black supremacy. It means we are going to be given advantages that nobody else gets to have because apparently we're superior, or that makes us superior because we get them. Consider that, though. I'm going to say it again. If someone gets preferences and advantages because of the color of their skin, in other words, they have a sufficient degree of melatonin, Instead of the content of their character, it's more than just reverse discrimination. It's black superiority. Ah. Well, I want to thank um, Lee in California for sending to me a couple of things I want to pass on here. A T-shirt that's out says LGBTQ. And underneath it, it says, let's get Biden to quit LGBTQ. How about that? Uh, next one I thought was good, kind of funny. A nurse coming in and greeting this guy who was in a hospital bed. The nurse says, sir, 
congratulations, you have just awakened from a coma that you've been in for one month. And the guy in the bed's bed says, oh, boy, I can't wait to watch Tucker tonight with a nice cold Bud Light. (laughs) Now, I think that's funny because that shows you just how fast things change. Speaking with a client this morning, just telling him, he said, well, what happens uh, when something happens in seven and a half years when this contract, what happens then? And I said, you know what? The world can change five, six, seven, eight times before then. We can't get there. Can't get there now. It's not as predictable. And the last one he sent in from California, which I loved, was FBI. Shows a man with an FBI jacket, and below it, what does FBI stand for? Following Biden's instructions. Isn't that absolutely correct? Following Biden's instructions is what FBI absolutely stands for. We're going to jump into a break here in just a minute, but when we come back, uh, I want to give you a little bit of warning about Wikipedia. Maybe a big warning to be careful about how much misinformation, (laughs) indoctrination is built into a web that's supposedly there to eliminate misinformation. Robin Walter, The Robin Walter Show, under the auspices of Red Sky Radio. We'll be right back. The Robin Walter Show is a listener-supported program. Your contribution goes to help as many people as possible to hear that the Word of God has answers to help you survive and even thrive in the dark days ahead in this country. We pledge to bring you the critical information you need to make informed decisions in this age where big tech and big media have conspired to rid our country of everything Christian. Please send your support to... Red Sky Radio, P.O. Box 99, Wickenburg, Arizona, 85358. That's Red Sky Radio, P.O. Box 99, Wickenburg, Arizona, 85358. Thank you. Well, I think my dog's a Democrat. And it breaks my heart to have to say an ugly thing like that. But there's a big old pile of evidence that all points towards the fact my dog might be a Democrat. We are back. This is Robin Walter, the Robin Walter Show. God bless you all. Picking up where we left off. Wikipedia, which people just say, oh, they go, it's, it's like the, the ultimate fact checker. I want to give you four things lifted directly out of Wikipedia, and you try to tell me if there is not a ridiculous, blatant bias. Now, if you want to look up uh, something like uh, Beethoven's Ninth Symphony, uh, how, how deaf was Beethoven? When uh, or on what symphony did Beethoven start to go deaf on? Happened to be his fifth. Totally deaf on his ninth. That stuff it can't bring with it a political angle. But this kind of stuff does. So, 
I want to compare their definition, black pride, gay pride, Asian pride, white pride. They list black pride as a movement encouraging people to take pride in being black. Related movements include black nationalism, black panthers, Afrocentrism, and black supremacism. Interesting. The slogan has been used in the United States by African Americans to celebrate their heritage and personal pride. Let's go to gay pride. Gay pride or LGBT pride is the positive stance against discrimination and violence toward lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender people to promote their self-affirmation, dignity, equality rights, increase their visibility as a social group, build community, and celebrate sexual diversity and gender variance. Asian pride is a positive stance to being Asian American. The term arose from influences of a hip-hop culture, within a, and then it goes off. White pride. White pride is a slogan used by white separatists, white nationalists, neo-Nazis, and white supremacist organizations to signal racist viewpoints. So it's interesting. It's okay to have be prideful about being black, prideful about being queer, prideful about being Asian. But you, if you take pride in being white, you're obviously a racist, where none of these others are. That is all you need to know about Wikipedia. Okay, man, I got so much to cover here. I got I to gotta fly. Fly, baby, fly. Okay. Um, Joey Cornpop has said that he will consider a Bill Gates-style sun-dimming process to fight climate change. Yes, you heard me right. Bill Gates is supporting technology in which particles will be spread in the atmosphere to block sunlight from reaching the surface of the earth. In February, George Soros lent his support to a project using solar re-engineering to reflect more sunlight back into space. They said here, um, I don't know if this, this is uh, White House, quote, such cooling would tend to reverse many of the negative consequences of climate change, albeit with ramifications which are now poorly understood. <laughs> uh, interest in SRM, this is a new term, which is solar radiation modification, is heightened as greenhouse gases continue to accumulate in the atmosphere and as science tells us more about the risks associated with exceeding global temperature targets. Now, I, this is, I don't even know where to begin with this topic, so I, I'm not going to take it too far. But without understanding the consequences, do they understand the consequences of a COVID vaccine, which is a bunch of lying crap? We are going to approach the time when more people will die of the vaccine than died of COVID. We are on that track. All the people, we're supposed to believe a government that lied about everything dealing with COVID, everything about the borders, everything about the Russian balloon or the Chinese balloon, 
everything about anything that has any consequence about how the military is made stronger by queer pride when wokeness won't win wars, but Biden wants to spend billions for military LGBT, which could be spent for real things of defense, not new dresses for the clingers of the world. We are supposed to believe for one second a government that would suggest that this is a good idea to dim the sun? Well, let's just say hello to um, no wheat harvest in Alberta and Saskatchewan, Montana, North Dakota, and South Dakota. Let's just say goodbye to the cherry crop in northern Michigan because now it has too late of a frost because we're screwing with the atmosphere. I got to tell you, I'm not God, but if I were, and it's a good thing I'm not, I, I think I would be just as sorry for having recreated the human race, so to speak, through Noah as what happened before the flood with Adam and Eve. So we have a new ice age. This, if Biden and yeah, and goes along with this in any way, shape, or form, this is a crime against humanity. It's actually a form of treason against the well-being of this country. They don't know what the consequence, how stupid this is. It just, oh, I don't know. I got to get off because I got to. I got to get moving on here. Now the leftists are really afraid of a third-party ticket called No Labels. No Labels is planning on running a third-party candidate, which they think that if we got Biden, who's a who's brain dead, no brains, no morals, no guts, no nothing, and you got Donald Trump, which triggers a lot of people, that the left thinks that a third-party candidate will end up giving the election to Donald Trump. So the left is all twisted in their underwear about allowing a third party to come into the race. This is the same party that won't allow debate, anybody to debate Joe Biden. This is a party that's doing all of, let's not have any debate in the name of democracy. Let's not let any third party into the race uh, in the name of democracy. And they're getting, they're, getting, they're getting bent out of shape because the no-labels ticket is already qualified in Arizona, Alaska, Colorado, Oregon, and Utah. Now, Utah will go Republican anyway. Alaska will. Arizona would and should if the election doesn't get stolen. But Colorado and Oregon, or Oregon, that's about how little I think of that state, will, could go for Trump if a lot of votes went to no-labels. So here they are, the left again. We are going to thwart democracy in the attempt to save democracy. Oh, well, where does George Soros come in? Now that he gave $25 billion, handed over $25 billion to his son Alex. Oh, boy, I wonder how Alex is going to spend that. My guess is... Alex is not going to go trotting off to Family Dollar or Dollar General with his newfound fortune. And then we have the, uh, 
the Jane's Revenge, the 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 human haters, the ones who can't stand a baby surviving the trip through the birth canal, with a one-year anniversary of the Dobbs decision, torched a Catholic church and said, it's open season, quote, it's open season, we know where your our operations are. And does the, does the FBI, the one that are following Biden's instructions, do they do anything to Jane's revenge to punish them, to investigate those who are out to punish, terrorize pro-life churches, counseling centers that seek to help women choose life for their unborn baby rather than slaughter them in the womb? We are now up to 303 firebombings, vandalisms, torchings of pro-life pregnancy centers, churches, and other pro-life entities in one year. 303. And where are those jack... I don't know say on that. Jerks. Maybe that's a better word. The ones following Biden's instructions. Where are they? Well, they send out the 15 or 20 guys with the AR-15s to arrest the Catholic priest in front of his seven children because he allegedly, and it was refuted, and he won, allegedly pushed a guy that was an escort in front of a, a baby slaughtering clinic. They're all on top of that. Thanks, Christopher Ray. Well, I got I got so much more to cover here, but I got to skip to the ones who hate Christians. Who hates Christians so much that they've taken their behavior to a whole new level? Do you remember who I read off at the very beginning of this program? Just to refresh you, those people were, well, it was the left because they can't handle truth because they have so little familiarity with truth. It's the LGBTQRSDWXYZ because the Bible triggers queers because they can't handle the conviction of sin. It's the government because they have a socialistic Marxist mentality, because they view Christians as a, uh, a stumbling block in the world uh, and the road to total dominion. Big tech, because we won't bite for their mind control, because they censor everything. In the name of free speech, they censor Christians. But I'm adding one to the list today. The one I'm adding to the list is China. Listen to this. The U.S. has seen a 1,000% surge in immigrants from Afghanistan and China. A 1,000% increase. And you might say, well, they just are some seeking freedom. There probably are some that are doing that. Because how they get there is a you, you can emigrate from China to Ecuador. Then Ecuador, you just walk out of Ecuador and go north into the United States. But if you, I'd like to suggest this. If you look up China's 100-year plan, but combine that with Epoch Times, E-P-O-C-H, the Epoch Times, you will see an incredible film documented simply by Chinese writings, Chinese speeches, that talks about their 100-year plan to take down the Christian country called the United States.
We've been sold for our sin. We really have. But you've got now you've got all of these illegals coming in from China. I want to throw on top of that here that those who are terrorists, from the Afghans to the Chinese, those suspects on the there there have been more suspects on the FBI terror watch list that have tried crossing into the U.S. just in one month. In one month, the month of April, more suspected terrorists have tried to cross into the U.S. in one month than in the 48 months of Donald Trump's term. One month. More than 48 months. We've been sold. They're they're coming in to destroy us. And the fact that Biden has profited at the expense of the American people as a conduit and the ultimate recipient for selling off U.S. sovereignty like Hillary's deal with Russia and the uh, uranium People using their state positions to get wealthy. Look, I did an analysis of Joe. Joe Biden has done nothing other than suck out of a government trough right from the very get-go. I think when he entered the Senate, if I'm not mistaken, I think the salary was 65000 And, of course, that's gone up. I think it's, I don't know, 175000 now or something, whatever it is. So how do you amass a mega-million-dollar portfolio? if you're actually supposed to be attending to your duties as a senator and doing your work in Washington, D.C. as a public servant, Joey, how do you do that without fleecing the American people and taking advantage of your position for profit with your drug-enhanced loser son who can't even pay his child support and had to fight for it to be taken down? And what's that cocaine doing in the West Wing on the same night that Hunter Biden was at a state dinner? You're going to cover that one up too? Followers of Biden instruction? But this, this story chilled me. Biden is prepping plans. He's preparing for an, an establish an evacuation policy for Americans to get out of Taiwan. I'm not kidding. He is prepping for an evacuation plan. Why don't you just tell the Chinese that you're going to leave? Why don't you pull the stupid, moronic plan of... I'll tell you, Barack Obama's smooth, but he isn't smart. That's why I always had to answer every question with a 45-second introduction uh, to try to forgive him a f- chance to try to figure out how he would answer it, and by the time he got around to answering it, you forgot what the question was. Biden doesn't wait 45 seconds. He just shoots off his trap and some innocuous piece of garble. But then to go ahead, like Ob- Obama, announcing when we're going when we're going to pull troops out of F, just announce your plans to the enemy. How stupid is that? And Joe is stupid. 
announce and, and publish the plans for the Americans to evacuate? And why would he even do that if he hasn't already cut a deal somehow with China that we will pull out? Or he's given them insurances through the fact that he's a feckless eunuch in a Brooks Brothers suit to ever resist China's efforts to take over Taiwan, which is part of their 100-year plan. Taiwan is just simply a stepping stone, but the whole Taiwanese issue arrived later than the 100-year plan was when it started back in the early 20th century. And then finally, oh, Gordon Chang. Uh, he's Chinese, obviously. Um, he's the Glad Gatestone Institute Distinguished Senior Fellow. He speaks on a lot of topics, but mostly on issues relating to China. He said here the other day that China already has, through our poorest southern border, brought in the shock troops to take up positions inside the United States. And he said, quote, The concern is that on the first day of war in Asia, they will take down America's power lines. In other words, the first day of war in Asia won't be a war in Asia. It'll be a war in, in the U.S. by Asia. We'll take down America's power lines, poison water reservoirs, assassinate officials, start wildfires, which I absolutely believe is what happened up in Ottawa, Canada with the 270 fires. Oh, it's global warming. Global, global warming does not is not a cause of ignition for all the morons who are saying that. And if it was... Then all of Canada and all of the United States, if, clim if climate change isn't confined to Ottawa, Canada, or Ontario, then uh, it would be happening all over, right? And it's not. Not the wildfires. But it goes on to say, start wildfires, spread pathogens, which they already did with COVID. They saw how well that worked. And create terror by bombing shopping malls and supermarkets. He said, this is going to be doable because the Chinese are crossing our border in unprecedented numbers. Once here, they link up with other Chinese agents. Uh, he anticipates that there are now north of 5,000, but possibly as many as 10,000 Chinese agents in the United States working on the plan to basically kill off the Christian nation that stood in the way of world dominance. There can be, they are mobilizing for assassination attacks and assaults on U.S. military bases. And Americans, we're going to be unsuspecting. We will be caught in the fight of our life. Quote, U.S. Customs and Border Protection reports that the number of apprehensions of Chinese migrants in the first five months of the current federal fiscal year was more than twice that during the entire previous fiscal year. They have so far apprehended 8,000 Chinese migrants, which is more than this year, more than quadruple those apprehended in the comparable period just one year ago. And here's what they plan to do. Um, 
This is per Gordon Chang. But this thought came to me the other day when I asked my son how the fireworks were going to be uh, there in Colorado where he lives. And he said, well, we're not doing fireworks like we usually do. He said, the fireworks are going to be done by drones. Now, I don't know how that looks. I don't know how you get the big bang, the big booms. You, all that, which we always loved growing up, the grand finale, where all the sound like cannons were going off. I'm not sure how that's done, but the technology is there, and multiple places have started a coordinated drone presentation of Independence Day fireworks. And by the way, don't say Fourth of July. Say Independence Day, will you, please? I don't call Christmas December twenty-fifth. When are you going to? What are you doing on December? What are you celebrating on December twenty-fifth? No, you say Christmas. It's Independence Day. Okay, that was an aside. But recently, near Fort uh, Wainwright in Fairbanks, Alaska, they caught a Chinese agent driving past the base and apprehended with drones inside his car. This is how they, they don't beat us militarily with drones, but they'll come after us to cause unimaginable fear, terror, and national paralysis. So they, have, they don't have to have major weapons on the drones. The weapons that they know how to use, because they make a bunch of them that we buy from China, just some small little ballistic thing, maybe medium, and what do you got to do? Just take that puppy up there and fly it over a college football stadium. Some fair, some event in Fort Worth, Texas, some rodeo, some graduation ceremony in California. Just send the drones over. Send them out. That's what they're going to do. And they will spark something of low to medium grade. There'll be some damage. There might be a few deaths. Maybe more deaths from people getting run over by the stampede trying to get the heck out of there. They will allow, they will terrorize us with terror. We'll be terror stricken. If this nation doesn't repent. You know, there's that passage in Scripture. It says one can put a thousand to flight and two can put ten thousand to flight. That speaks about walking with God and what uh, God will do when we are good with God, what we can do towards our enemies. Two put ten thousand to flight. But there's another Scripture in that same passage. We never, ever talk about it. That when we don't walk with God, and we turned our back. We've given him the finger. We've given him the fist to the face. We advocate everything that he admonishes us to abandon and quit. And idolatry and all the queer crap going on. What does he say there? He says that our enemies, one of our enemies will put a thousand to flight. And two of our enemies will put ten thousand of us to flight. Consider those words. First thing you got to do is get right with God. Next thing, minister to your family. Get them right with God. Then, I don't know, run for Senate or President or something. Because this has got to get turned around. 
or we're toast. God bless you all. See you next week. Remember, you ride the brand, the brand of Jesus Christ.